Greetings, folks. Today, we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 33rd Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle Podcast Series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the oh-so-many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while, and how one acquires their legal status, etc., etc. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is an involved process, and more and more individuals now, and families as well, they're thinking about moving to Costa Rica. And there's a lot of questions that come up and a lot of uh, concerns that have to be addressed. And today, and uh, throughout the coming months as well, I'm going to be spending some quality time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many years. And he's an expert. He's a professional and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm so happy to have him here with us. Kevin, welcome to uh, to our podcast today, and we've been doing this uh, 32 times now, and uh, the response has been incredible. We get calls, and I get, I especially get emails that ask a lot of questions, so I do have some questions for you today, and we appreciate your spending a few minutes with us explaining what you know and what we need to know about Costa Rica. Well, again, thank you very much for the invitation. I enjoy creating these podcasts as, as I have told you in the past, and I look forward to many, many more in the future. But I too see the value and the impression we are leaving with people because it's amazing how many people have said now recently, oh, I, I recognize your voice from the podcast. Just had a client yesterday actually saying, are you really the same person? So uh, I don't know whether my voice, voice sounds differently or not, but it is effective and it is a great way to communicate. And I do appreciate the opportunity to continue with you doing it. Well, remind me the next time we uh, have coffee together, I want to get your autograph because in uh, in future years, perhaps when you pass away, <laughs> it may be worth some money. So uh, let's talk about well, that. You might, you, you'll have to talk to my agent, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin, uh, these past two years, as you know, have been just an incredibly uh, crazy time for everybody, uh, I would say around the entire globe. And I know that you've been in the business for many, many years now, helping people acquire their residency and uh, their legal status here in Costa Rica. And how does this year, how does 2021 compare to previous years with regard to the number of people contacting you and uh, how many people actually have gone through with it? I can only say that this year by far, by a multiple perhaps of seven or eight, uh, times the number of inquiries as we would have had in a typical year, excluding 2020. 2020 was a disaster. It was a financial disaster, a mental disaster, and an emotional disaster because of the COVID. So excluding that year, and we did, surprisingly enough, we did a, fair, a somewhat active year, uh, not pleased with the final results, but pleased with the fact that people still made their way to Costa Rica during the blocks and, and the, the hoops that people had to jump through to get here. But this year, compared to say a year prior, 2018-19, uh, this has been a, a very, very uh, 
satisfying, busy but satisfying year. It's winding down now. We're actually processing our final client that uh, Monday morning we'll have her expedite number and be on our way. So, uh, yes, Dan, to answer your question, it's been an amazing year for the number of inquiries to the point where we our company name reflects the fact that it's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. We actually are concentrating on the immigration portion and of course give information to people that are interested as to how to move here and bring their household effects and such in their vehicle if they want. But we are actually farming that out under our, just for expediency's sake because we can't really do justice to our immigration clients if we're spending such an inordinate amount of time on the move. A decision that I regret having to make, but it was the right decision to make. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, Kevin, have you seen any trends developing over the past couple of years? For example, are there uh, are there people over the age, more people over the age of 60 coming down here? Are there more families than individuals? Do people still want to work down here? Or do they just want to retire? Uh, are you getting people that are calling you and they want to get down here as soon as possible because they're totally stressed out with what's happening in the United States and Canada? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's a, that's a this will take a, a few minutes to answer, but yes, 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 and yes. Uh, we were amazed the number of calls, emails, messages we get from people this year, and unfortunately from North America, particularly USA, saying we're coming to Costa Rica and we would like to get a legal status so we don't have to go back to our home country. And incidentally, our furniture, our household effects are in a trailer on a, on a ship coming down at the moment. Our instant reply or instant question to that is, how many times have you been to Costa Rica before? And sadly, the number is quite often never. They, that gives you an idea of whatever, motivation or frustration or whatever. But it is an alarming number because we keep track of the stats of people come, they stay, they go back to the home country. And uh, that skewers the figures when somebody blatantly or blindly goes into a country without doing a bit of homework. We're only too willing to spend as much time as the client has or the prospect has to tell them about Costa Rica, but we cannot show them, hand, take them by the hand while they're still in their home country. It's, it's a, it was, it was an alarming figure actually this year, but surprisingly enough, the number of them that stayed is, is, is quite appreciable and have now uh, completed the process of applying for their immigration. That was one of the biggest trends we saw. The second one was, of course, yes, I guess the graying of the Americas, the graying of the, of the world. We have uh, a lot of people interested in the pensionado status. It's, it's a, one of the two that we can apply for electronically or digitally. And it is very simple process, simpler process for us than handling the resident investor status. 
which as you know for a $200,000 investment a person can literally qualify financially for their investor status. We, we encourage people to think of an alternative to the investor status even though they have made the investment that qualifies them financially. It is a, a much more obtuse way of getting your status and unfortunately more expensive for the individual or the family. Not for Mars charges because we charge the same cost for any one of the three statuses that are the most popular ones, pensionado, rentista, and investor status. But the paperwork required for the investor status internally is, is, is extensive and it is the only one of the three that are not allowed to be done digitally. We have to literally get a appointment to submit the prospect's paperwork. And right now, if we were to phone immigration, we would get a schedule or an appointment for November or December of next year. So you're staying in the water for at least 12 months on it. We can, that figure changes as, as spots become open, but instead of digitally where we do a pensionado or a rentista, it's literally two or three days, we got the okay to submit the paperwork and the process started. I spoke with two or three people this week, Kevin. I wanted to tell you that uh, they're very excited because they're on Social Security. And as you may or may not know, um, the percentage that it's going up in January, I think it's five or six percent. And it's putting quite a few people over the thousand dollar mark, which means that they can apply for uh, one type of status of uh, uh, for themselves and their family. And speaking of that, what's the most popular type of legal status people are requesting right now? We are promoting pensionado. Sorry, let me take that back. We don't promote. We in, we try to present the benefits and the and the costs, the, the time for whichever and you cannot convince a person against their will so if they are adamant that we invested two hundred thousand dollars we want pension auto status of course we'll we'll submit it, uh, the paperwork and such on their behalf but if they are open to reason or or discussion or or have not made the investment perhaps pension auto is the most standard process i personally like Rentista because when we're dealing with an Americans and if they have any type of government pension then or Social Security, then it's a simple matter of contacting the local or the, the Costa Rican embassy here in Costa Rica who produce a email that we submit to immigration on their behalf. That qualifies and that outlines that the fact that the client or applicant has a minimum of $1,000 in the form of social security or government pension. And that paperwork, because it comes from the US Embassy, doesn't have to be apostilled, doesn't have to be translated. We simply take it and submit it to immigration and pay the company, it's done. So that's a big time saving for the client and such. And those appreciate the, the costs of uh, getting all the documentation from the, step, uh, from the states this just eliminates one, one of those pieces of paper, and one out of four is a pretty good percentage of not having to uh, 
that's to makes it easier for the client. Kevin, I, I know you stay in touch with your clients because a lot of the stories <laughs> that I uh, do for my podcast series and for the Kevin's Corner that we share with people on Facebook and Twitter every day comes from you. And it's, first of all, it's probably a very, it's a lot of fun for you to talk to somebody after a year and find out that their life has changed and they're having such a wonderful time here in Costa Rica. Tell us a little bit about how you feel when you talk to somebody after even six or seven months and they're just totally excited and totally happy with their new life here in Costa Rica. Well, here's the most interesting fact I think that crossed my mind or has crossed my plate if you want my desk. People come down here and whether they are going to be a pensionado or rentista or whatever, the all three statuses are, as you possibly know, or I will inform you now, are considered temporary. In other words, after having your status for 36 months, you can apply for and expect to receive permanent status. With permanent status, a person literally doesn't have to qualify financially anymore because you can work here if you wanted to, therefore create an income, therefore not possibly being a, a liability to the government and, uh, here because you have your own source of funds by locally. But people come here and say, nope, my intention is not doing that. I'm retired. I'm going to sit and watch the sunsets and I'm going to watch the sunrises and I'm going to blah, 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 and whatever, and I'm going to walk them through the nature trails and I'm going to explore the country and on and on and good for them and a lot of people are satisfied that with that but I'm finding about 12 months 15 months into the 36 months of the uh, temporary status position they come back and say is there any way we can speed this up so that I could work and we say no there, there really isn't well then you know the, the old forbidden fruit is the tastiest. So, what can we do? What could well you know a lot of people donate time and and uh, efforts and and actually money also to different charities or different uh, save the reptiles, save the floundering whales, save the whatever the sloth is a popular, very popular um, type of. Uh, programs that you can actually help them in their habitat and all that but they want to work because it is too idyllic here every day it's so repetitious you get up and it's a beautiful weather and you go to bed it's beautiful weather and in the meantime 12 hours of sunshine basically 12 hours of dark and uh, they love the place but they want to get engaged financially or just uh, physically. So it's, it's an interesting development we're seeing more and more. I think it's a different caliber of person coming here and more, uh, more, I don't want to reuse the word sensible because everybody's sensible when they make a decision, but it's, they're seeing, they're seeing a different, different aspect of Costa Rica that they saw as a tourist and they enjoy it better. Yeah, and I think just on the other side, and I just want to touch on this because it is important. I've talked to one or two people this last year that have actually 
not enjoyed all the free time to your point there because throughout our lives especially living in the usa and canada i'm sure in other countries as well we are just uh we are working fools aren't we 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 work so hard and we gather things and we buy stuff and we provide for our family and then all of a sudden to go cold turkey on that you know most people (laughs) that's a good thing but some people have a problem with it yes yes we uh, there's an example where to buy a sailboat and you say well what does that have to do with what we're talking about well we say panama is the best place to buy a sailboat and the reason is a husband and wife both having jobs in north america or whatever country uh, let's use north america they work with the idea of we're going to buy a boat and sail around the world and they <laughs> they get on the boat after retirement wave goodbye to all their family and friends and such and start down the east coast or west coast going to go through the panama canal and they realize for the, very quickly that they are literally two strangers on the boat because they they have lived lived together and worked in separate jobs and had maybe five or six hours a day waking to hours to uh, live and, and and such but they've grown not to know each other or apart so why the entry into best place to buy a boat is that uh, Panama is the first landfall where one of the two says adios amigo I'm back to the old country and the alternative person the additional person stays in Panama to get rid of the boat to return back home and as they stay there longer and longer the boat gets cheaper and cheaper and eventually they they sell the boat at a great price and they go back home together or, or go back home whether it be one home or two homes at that time. So the same thing can happen here. And so it is, it is positive. It is, it is, it's, it's important that there's some plan or some activity that keeps you jo- uh, joined together at the hips if you, if you want. We have a friend in, on the West Coast that uh, started a little four by four, um, bike trail bike on the um, ATVs on the on the road and he's got a 38 member group that every Thursday they go somewhere and they have clean up your machine day and they have uh, on and on uh, trip tournaments and such all geared around this ATV team and such but it's it's his whole whole existence reason for existence now is this club and his wife joins in and they have great times and great parties and stop for meals and they say every now and then on the road it's uh, it, they just saw the, the requirement to have a continuing dialogue amongst themselves and and they found their solution like and there is a solution for everybody whether well, it's sure. volunteering your work or or or, uh, or waiting for the day you can work and become a whatever you want yeah, that's so true. And I think the, the key to success in any retirement plan is just to stay active and, and do things that uh, that mean something to you. Finally, you have enough time to get behind a cause. Just like you said, there's so many volunteering opportunities in oh, yeah. Costa Rica. Yeah. And then also, uh, not a lot, but a few of the people that I've spoken with, they actually spend a lot of time, especially during the Christmas season, 
they spend a lot of time just uh, going down to the local church and saying, hey, is there anything I can do? And uh, just like you and I have talked about before, a lot of people just spend 20 or 30 bucks and they'll they'll get a bag full of uh, beans and rice and maybe some personal items for the the families there and do that five or six times a week uh, during the month of December. And all of a sudden they they're all in and it's exciting and it keeps them happy and they make new friends, too. Correct. And, you know, it's amazing in this high pressure society here. It's nothing compared to North America. A number of years ago, a person I know very well and his partner went to a, a clothing store where they manufactured certain T-shirts and such. And they wanted 60 medium size for boys, 60 medium size for girls, or when I say medium, various sizes. T-shirts with uh, something happy, happy Costa Rica or something like that on it. And so the guy says, well, why do you want these? Or so we said, well, the people said, <laughs> yeah, I was involved. They, uh, the, uh, it's an orphanage here, and we just asked them how many kids they had and such, and they gave us a rough age size, so uh, we want to give them as a uh, gift, just anonymously. And the guy looks at us and says, that's fine. He says, we can pick them up in 24 hours. We go to pick them up, go to pay for them. He said, no, nah. there's no bill. It's, uh, we like, we like what you're doing, and, and uh, we checked it out. Yes, you're, you are going to give, give them through that orphanage, so uh, no, no charge. I mean, that was touching. You know, that was touching because it wasn't the intention. We were putting some cash into the, into the into society by buying them, but it was for the benefit of the kids. And the guy that's doing the T-shirts gave them to us. It's, 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 an, it's, an, it's an amazing, uh, what, what would you call it? It's an amazing occurrence down here. There's yeah. a, it's, it's a, I still get touched about that one because it, just, it was so uncalled for and so un, unexpected. Well, Kevin, you have a lot of stories to tell, and I know that uh, many of our future podcasts will will have that as a topic, and I'm very excited about that. But for right now, Kevin, it's been a pleasure. And, folks, we've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address uh, uh, in the program notes associated with this episode. And also I'm going to post today's recording on our Q&A page on his website. And basically, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his team, they're standing by to get started with your pathway to a new life here in 2022, hopefully. And if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 32 conversations with Kevin regarding residency and the life here in Costa Rica. Again, our links are posted at the bottom of the homepage of his website at Costa Rica Immigration and Moving that's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. And if you like what you heard today, why not share our QA session with your friends and family? And we, we love to share our knowledge with everyone who is interested, and we would appreciate your helping us out in, uh, in getting the information to those who, who possibly would uh, benefit from it. And finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topic that you'd like Kevin to cover in the future, let us know and send your request to my email address at Costa Rica Good News at gmail.com. That's Costa Rica Good News at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together, talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more. 
Mr. Skip, thank you very much for the invite. Again, like I say, it's my pleasure and look forward to our next uh, session. Perfect. Thank you very much.